everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Faith and Family with the Finches. Why don't you grab a cup of tea and join me for all things Faith and Family. So hi everyone, welcome to Faith and Family with the Finches. I am so excited for today's episode. I have a recent but dear friend who's going to be sharing today and we're going to be talking about mom shame. So hi Leslie. Hi Paula, thanks for having me. Now, I'm so glad you are joining me today. So Leslie is a licensed therapist and she's also a mom of two wonderful children. She started a um, blog called Mothering by Faith to encourage moms who are right in the thick of it, you know, doing life (laughs) right in the middle of motherhood. And she's just got an amazing blog where she just really encourages other mothers to keep going in their faith, um, in their faith with God. So Leslie, Leslie, I'm so excited today to talk to you about mom shame. I'd love you to kind of share a little bit about your journey as a mother. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Thanks again for having me on. This is a really important conversation, I feel like. And um, I think the reason I feel so passionately about it is because I feel it all the time. And um, I just... I don't know. I think a lot of spiritually minded mothers like you and I, like probably a lot of our listeners, um, you come into motherhood with all of these ideals about how you're going to parent. You've seen examples maybe growing up or um, even before you had kids of, you know, things you wanted to do or didn't want to do. I don't know about you, Paula, but I'm, I'm like a social researcher. When I go out in public, I, I, analyze what people are doing and what's working and what's not working. And so I had been doing that my whole life and felt really confident about parenting and what, what I was going to do well. Um, I felt like this was going to be my shining act of life. Um, and then, Amazing. And then, you know, you get into it and you're like, oh man, this is very different. Um, yeah. And you are very quickly humbled, I fe- I was at least, to realize that, oh, this is not about good mom and bad mom. This is about survival, um, especially in these years when our kids are young. Um, or But I've talked to friends too. I have uh, several friends that I've talk- been talking to about mom shame who have teenage kids, and they're feeling it too. And so I think that For me, um, the moment where this sort of all came to a head and I really felt like we need to talk about this um, is, so my daughter will be two next week, which is an amazing age, but it's also one that, um, how do I put this nicely? It's infuriating (laughs) because toddlers, (laughs) yes, they, they are exerting their wills and learning how to be whole people, but they don't have the emotional regulation skills of an adult or even of an older child. Um, they don't have the language. And so everything feels like a battle. Um, and I have always said that I am a really great baby mom and I really struggle in the toddler years. And I am just, I, I'm learning that. Um, so my daughter and I were having a particularly rough day And, um, she was, she had been fighting me all day and I was out of energy. I was out of resources. 
um, emotional, spiritual, I, I didn't, she hadn't napped. So I didn't have like a really good time to reconnect with God in the middle of the day. And I just exploded on her at night. Um, we were getting ready for bed and she was just acting, you know, like a toddler in the bath and (laughs) actually almost drowned my son who is almost 10 months now. She was, they were in the bath together and she decided that he was kind of crawling and she decided she wanted to ride him like a horse um but pushed him under the water and you know I just lost it I mean angry yelling um just so much frustration I can imagine must have felt yeah yeah and so I um I lost it and then of course I felt immediately could just the look on her face one time when I yelled at her, I could tell how scary my face was to her. And I felt immediately just full of shame. And I think the thing that really um, helped me realize that I needed to talk about this more is that it was probably three more days after that before I found grace from God. And in the midst of those three days, I kept being angry, even though I felt so shamed about how I responded to her that night, I ne- I couldn't get it together, right? Like I couldn't just stop being angry and, and I couldn't grow out of it until I stopped and I realized, okay, hold on, this is, this is telling me something, this yelling and this frustration and this anger, this isn't just me being a bad mom, which is how I felt. This is me being tired and overtaxed and needing something that I'm not paying attention to. And so I think, um, you know, it's been anger for me. It's been that like checking out. I don't know about how many of you have ever like had a rough day and been like, you know what? You can watch two hours of TV today and I'm going to scroll on Instagram the whole time, right? Like (laughs) anytime I think whether we're exploding or we're shutting down, it's, it's a cause for a lot of us that have high ideals as moms to just feel a lot of shame. Like we're not living up, we're not doing a good job, and we're worried that, you know, we know that there's long-lasting impacts to our mothering, and so we're worried that this means that we just weren't cut out for this job and we're destined to, um, to you know, leave our kids in the wake of our failures, basically. Um, and so that was kind of where I was. Um, when I started leaning into the whole mom shame thing and kind of coming to God about it. Wow, definitely. Like mom shame is definitely a real thing. Like even as you was talking, I find it so interesting that, that as moms, how, you know, you can make a mistake in other areas and it's so easy to feel like, okay, that's just a mistake I move on from it but I feel like when you make a mistake as a mom which is probably for all of us all of the time very often the shame that comes in it tells you like you've ruined your child's life (laughs) like they'll never forget this moment like what you've done could have damaged them for life and it's like there's so much pressure that's put on us to get things right all the time yep absolutely yeah and I think I think in the church too, um, oftentimes we are motivated to change using shame-based tactics, right? Like we're, when we sin, we're reminded of Jesus on the cross and he didn't die for you to, you know, do that 
thing. And so we're, we're motivated by guilt, but you know, when I, when I look in the scriptures, I see a totally different story from God, right? I don't see a God in the Bible who, you know, wags his finger at us and berates us when we do things wrong. I see a God that took Adam and Eve as he was, you know, they had consequences for the sin that they committed in the garden. But then you know what he did? He clothed them. Um, he was gentle with, you know, the the source of their shame of being naked was their sin, right? And instead of like saying, well, you know, it's all your fault. You shouldn't have, you shouldn't have sinned. Sorry, deal with it. He said, he tenderly took them and made them clothes. And um, that's amazing. So true. Yeah, so I just think that that's how God meets us. And that's the pattern all throughout the scriptures. And I think when I realized that I was able to give myself a little bit of margin and really figure out, okay, what is going on here then? Um, because it's the grace, it's the kindness of grace that pulls us forward. Wow, that's so good, Leslie. And so in that time, you know, when you were saying about how you had to go through like those three days, you were still feeling angry and it just took you a while to really accept God's grace. Do you feel like that, like as time goes on as being a, as, um, being a mom, do you feel like it's got easier to accept God's grace in moments where um, life just feels hard? I do. I think it's a muscle that we have to learn to flex, right? Um, yeah. I think Sally Clarkson talks about flexing our faith muscles. And I do, I think it takes awareness first, right? And I think that's the hard part about shame is that it's pretty insidious. It flies just under the radar, right? The messages are there, but we're not paying attention to them because we're on yeah. to the next mothering task. And so it's, it flies right under the radar, but, um, yeah, I think once I've started naming the shame, right. I realize, oh, that's a shame message. I'm, I'm frustrated with myself that I did X, Y, and Z. And then I've practiced, okay. Instead of a shame spiral, how can I meet God here? right? Um, let me do a few breath prayers. Let me make sure I study out God's grace. Let me um, take a minute to just reconnect with God's love for me. And it's it's that flexing that muscle because our brain, right, is kind of like it's got these known pathways. And I think the yeah. hard part is that mom shame it's just like automatic and so it takes a lot of intentionality to start shifting away from shame and into grace but once you do your brain starts forming that new pathway the shame pathway gets overgrown and I do think over time it's less and less um but I do think we still have to be intentional about coming back to God instead of you know buying into whatever our our mindset of performance and perfection is driving us into that shame space yeah that's so good I I think for me like when um just when life is hard and it feels like maybe the kids are just hard like you're right we need that extra grace from God and it's so important that in those moments we go to God and I know like for me that 
there were times like when just life just felt a lot and maybe overwhelming with everything I was doing with the kids and then when you add on behavior mm-hmm. um tantrums and all of that into the mix as well it kind of I I know I've had to stop myself at times when I felt like oh, I haven't got time to to go and sit with God because I've got all of these things to get done. But I think you've hit the nail on the head that in that, in those moments sometimes we do need to retreat and we do need to spend time with God because it's God that's going to fill our cup God God that's going to strengthen us and give us the grace to be the moms that we need to be right yeah and I think um there's this there's this idea out in the world that if you have young children um it's not a good time for your faith right I've heard that be shared. Um, you know, you just need to focus on sleeping. You just need to focus on taking a bath, you know, self-care. And I have found that this is the time that my faith needs to be strengthened the most. Right. Um, wow. I, I have learned that we need to do it differently. Right. I might not get three hours, um, to myself, you know, just like to study and pray, right? I might not be able to retreat that way, or I might plan to have time with God while my kids nap and they might refuse that nap. Um, and so I've got to get creative in inviting God into my real life mothering today. And that's what I said. I, I have loved breath prayer because it's something I can do while my toddler's screaming at me, right? Um, I can do it uh, <laughs> while my kids are playing and I'm doing the dishes. It's just a couple deep breaths. And then I like to repeat scripture um, because usually when I'm needing to do breath prayer, I can't find the words that I need. And so um, yeah. the one I have been sort of doing around my shame is to um, breathe in. Um, he tends his flock like a shepherd. Breathe out. He gently leads those who have young. Yeah. And it's, I mean, yes. we need to be reminded of his gentleness when we're about to um, go into a shame spiral, I think. Absolutely love that. So, so true. And I love what you um just said about getting creative. Like we have to get creative with how we spend time with God because it looks different than it may have um used to look when we didn't have children. And yeah, so definitely getting creative. And I love that thought as well of, you know, <laughs> whether it's when you're doing the dishes, getting hold of scripture and taking your time to just meditate on it and let it sink into our hearts. Yeah. Such powerful stuff. Yeah. And I such powerful stuff. I was just gonna say, I think the other thing that is is so important, and I think this is the biggest piece of information that has helped me, um, is that when we are yelling or when we are, you know, checking out or whatever it is that we're feeling shameful about, right? Um, usually it's information that we've been pushed beyond um, in the therapy world. We call it our window of tolerance, right? If you could imagine, you could Google it yeah. if you wanted to, um, that if you imagine two lines, sort of one on top of the other, and there's a space in the middle and that space in the middle represents how much we can handle and 
life circumstances, personality, um, seasons of life either shrink or expand that tolerance. And um, right, so those lines get closer together or further apart. And um, what that means is that if that window is short, then it means that it's going to take less to push us outside of our ability to cope. That's when we explode in anger or when we totally. totally check out. And so what I've learned is that instead of shaming myself and telling me, telling myself, I'm a bad mom, I wasn't cut out for this. Um, the thing that's more helpful in helping me actually grow to be the mom I want to be is to pay attention and say, okay, I'm being pushed outside of my window of tolerance. What can I do to to expand my window of tolerance? Because oftentimes we can't remove the stressors. That's, I think, the advice we get in life a lot yeah. is, you know, I, like I said, go take a bath. Well, you know, I have two small children. I can't go take a bath for an hour when I feel stressed. <laughs> but I can um, kind of jump into my own mind and figure out what can I, what are the actions I can do that increase my tolerance, reflection, prayer, um, breathing, going outside, um, asking for a cup for, if you can ask for help by, from somebody to get a couple minutes away from the kids, drink a cup of coffee, eat a piece of chocolate, right? There are things that we can do and yeah. right in the middle of things, um, and just that awareness, that knowledge that maybe we will get a break. It might not be right now. Maybe it's in three days. But if I know that I'm going to get one, it already increases my tolerance because I don't feel stuck wow. in the cloud, right? And so I think that's what's really been helping me is recognizing that these moments are information more than they are a commentary on my worth as a mother. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. I feel like I could just talk to you all day, Leslie. It's so good. You're sharing such good stuff. But I'd love you to share um, before we end about the five day journey of laying down the burden of mom shame that you're going to yes, be doing. Absolutely. So um, the week of Easter, so the week right before Easter, Holy Week, if you celebrate it that way, I am doing I'm leading a five day guided journal. And the goal of this journal will be to take you through that process that I went through, that, that I just shared about, right? So we'll name it, we'll bring it before God, we'll figure out what to do with it, how do we increase that window of tolerance, and it's very... Um, it's guided. So um, the journal will take you through if you want to go that self-guided track. There's also a track where I'm going to be opening up three Zoom rooms a day to try to accommodate all of the time zones um, where if you need a little bit of extra help, you can pop in on Zoom and you just make space for your journaling time or um, even ask me questions, things like that. Um, but then we're going to, so it's five days. So we're going to start on that Monday and then we're going to finish on Good Friday. And so together, it's this, this image to me of, man, together on Friday, we're going to leave our shame at the foot of the cross where Jesus is. And then we're going to go into Easter weekend a little bit lighter, a little bit freer, ready to teach our kids about the grace that this weekend demonstrates um, so that we can be free of that shame and guilt that he died to free us of. So um, that's the idea behind it. And then I think that you can put a link in the show notes for the 
information page or anybody can reach out to me on Instagram um, if you have any questions. Awesome. Thank you so much, Leslie. I'll definitely put all of the details um, in the description. So if that's something that interests you guys, it's definitely be amazing. I'm going to definitely be joining Leslie for it as well. Um, so yeah, look down on the description for more information. Well, Leslie, I just want to say thank you so much. Like, this conversation has just <laughs> brought so much um, joy into my heart and just, you know, just helped me just be reminded actually of giving things to Jesus but also just being reminded that thank you Lord that even though life looks different now I can still get creative about spending time with you so I've been so encouraged so thank you so much for joining me um and definitely going to be looking forward to having you on the podcast again I'm sometime happy to soon come back anytime Paula like I said we could talk all day <laughs> exactly <laughs> right thank you so much leslie Thanks, take Paula. care Bye. wow what an inspiration and blessing leslie is i hope you enjoyed unpacking mom shame with us and i pray that this week that you will know that shame has no place in your life that you can lean on god for all the strength that you need take care everyone